we can say all these things, but it's truly at the end of the day, what do our habits say and what are we actually doing? And so, but the first thing is you got to get clear, like, what do you want? Where do you define success? Welcome to Awaken Greatness, the essential podcast for dreamers, action takers, people who want to reach your full potential and business owners that want their company to reach the next level. Each episode is a treasure trove of resources and tools that will explore the latest trends, actionable strategies, and the mindset shifts necessary to turn your dreams and aspirations into reality. Brought to you by the Dream Leaders Institute and hosted by Dr. Cliff Fisher. Tune in, turn up your dreams, and let's awaken the greatness within you. All right, tribe, welcome to Awaken Greatness with Dr. Cliff Fisher and Jonathan Dunn, brought to you by Dream Leadership Institute, where we awaken greatness, give you the tools to find and create your greatest self and raise the consciousness of the planet. So today I'm super excited to be talking about success. John D, I know you've had some remarkable years over the years, and part of it I want to ask you what you attribute it to. And I also go, like, I know I ask the same question to my patients, like, everybody says they want to be successful. But are they really willing to do the work? And I don't know that a lot of people know where to go. So what do you think, Jonathan? Well, you know, at, at the end of the day, I believe if you asked 100 people, do you want to be successful? 100 people would say, well, of course I want to be successful. And uh, we want people to be successful. But at the end of the day, what percentage of those people really subconsciously believe they can be successful? And what our data shows us is it is a small single digit percentage, which is also very interesting if you think about it, because, you know, Dr. Cliff, what will win out? That they say they want to be successful or what their subconscious is really driving them towards. Yeah, their subconscious. That's right. And we study the happiness levels of the world we live in, and leaders who are leading people and people who make up teams, if that story that's in their head every day they wake up is they can't be successful, we start to see why so many people get involved in distractions, why they get involved in numbing their emotions, and why just people have a general sense of unhappiness in the world. I mean, if every day you woke up and didn't believe you could be successful, what kind of a life would yeah. that be? And, and for the viewing audience, if you think this is crazy, <laughs> I just always ask people, how many people do you personally know that really fit the definition of success. And always people say, well, I got to say, it's not that many. And quite frankly, for the viewing slash listening audience, when's the last time you really wrote out a crystallized version of what success means to you. Now, this is the part right here, though, Dr. Cliff, that to me is the most troubling. 
How relationships so? are about adding value. Relationships are about helping one another be successful. You know, what would create more happy this than that? Two people really encouraging each other and cheering each on through success. And I just ask once again, the viewing slash listening audience, how many people in the world do you know their definition of success? The most troubling though one is this, parents, your whole role in life is to help your children be successful. Do you know their definition of success? Or is it just your definition? They get good grades, they go off to college, da-da-da-da-da, because I guarantee you, here's the sort of child you're going to turn out, a miserable one who doesn't know how to, how to relax, and who literally comes out of college, maybe with a degree, but they haven't really project managed like being successful in life. You know, what, what are we doing here? So we know as a fact, it's a single digit percentage of the population that really believes they're capable of success. And that's what we're going to talk about over the next couple episodes is really rewriting your own narrative and understanding you are capable of things beyond your wildest imagination. And ultimately, when we get to the final drill, success won't even be what you thought it was when we started these <laughs> episodes. I love it, John D. I was processing, and I think this is one of my favorite tools. I feel like we have a, I have a lot of favorite tools in DLI. But this is definitely one of those ones that's that foundational. Like if you don't have this one, it's really hard to really move beyond that. And I think priorities is one of those. This is one of those. And so I'm just going to show up on our screen what that one is so you guys can look at it. And then we'll spend the rest of the time talking about it and how to maximize it. So here's from DLI, our success. What is it to you? I think one of my favorite quotes was, um, you know, be careful how you define success because you'll chase it the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And uh, success isn't something you chase. It's something you become. And the first thing you need to have a desire of is to be successful as a human being. And to remember at the end of the day, we're all created to be human beings. So as you're seeing on the sheet here, what would be your physical definition of success? And like we always tell people, be as specific as possible. And, you know, everyone is going to be able to have access to this sheet. Just uh, go to our website, sign up, sign up for the uh, newsletter and uh, drop us a line that you'd like this sheet. But what's your physical definition of success? And now, here's the really important aspect here, everyone. People tend to do success in too big of a time frame. So what I want to invite you to do in this process of rewriting your narrative and pulling this sheet out 
I want you to just do it for one week. What would one successful week look like physically? One week. That's all. And then into the second category, we see that big word there. Part of our human beingness is our emotional side. What would one week of success look like for you emotionally? And by the way, it can be more than one item. And we always want people to be specific as possible here. Like for me, this week, emotional success is be a hero to my wife and children. Be a hero to my wife and children. And then the third part of our human, our humanity is our mindset. What would one successful week look like for you in the mindset department? Okay, one of my big ones in this is every year, I set out to read 24 books in a year, which obviously breaks down into a weekly challenge of how many pages I meant to read. What would one, what would one week look like for you in the mindset department? And then we go to the fourth category. Okay. We have spiritual slash purpose. We recognize all of our listeners may not have the same background. So what would one week of success look like for you uh, spiritually in whatever way that means to you? Uh, you know, my own personal example is I want to have full unity with God this week. How do I do that? By being loving 960 minutes per day. And one week of success is also having a sin-free week. And if that's not your approach, what would one week of successful living look like living out your purpose? The important part here, once again, is what would it look like one week at a time? And if this confuses you, it's very easy to overcome. Once again, reach out to Dream Leader Institute, book a success call. We'd be very happy to walk you through the specifics of it. We're going to try to get through that in these podcasts, but some of this stuff might be confusing. And then the, the fifth part of life is business, work, and financial is part of our lives. Nothing to be ashamed of. So what would one successful week look like for you in the business financial realm? For me, it's an easy one. I want to give 10 out of 10 sessions to all of my clients. And then my wife and I, we have an earnings goal, a savings goal. We break that down into one week at a time. And then lastly, fun is okay. <laughs> and this is actually the hardest one for people. What would one week look like in the fun department? And then you see seven, eight, nine, ten are blanks. We do commonly tell people, you know, five, six things is a lot to look like, but those are bonus categories. If you want to fill them out, 
And uh, I would just challenge you on one that's very important to me that could be lumped into the emotional category, but we'll do it separately. What would one successful week look like with all of your relationships? What would one successful week look like with all of your relationships? So go ahead, take a few minutes out, fill that out, be as specific as possible, feel free to use the bonus ones. And like I said, a common theme of this podcast is going to be you rewriting your narrative. So the next thing we want you to do is do this sheet with everyone you know. The goal of relationships is to help each other be successful. And then at the end of the week, get together and see how you did. But now, Dr. Cliff and I are going to go specifically into the narrative part of this. But before we get to there, the other thing you're going to do in the process of beginning to rewrite your narrative, you are going to, like I look over there, that's where my sheet is looking at me directly every morning. And I'm going to just tell you what I do. Because sometimes, you know, we're all humans. You wake up and you're tired. You wake up. You're going to say, I'll do it tomorrow. But at the end of the day, you're going to come to understand what really crosses you the finish line are your behaviors. So I look at my sheet every morning and I ask myself this question. John, are you really full of shit? Or is that what you really want? Are you full of shit or is that what you really want? And to not confuse anybody here either, by the way, it's the last thing we would want to do. But you do need to have a one-year version. But the problem with the one-year versions, which is what most people set up success for, what most people do their New Year's resolutions for, is 99.9% .9 quit within the first day. This is a statistical <laughs> fact, by the way. You can look it up. So we do want you to have a one-year version. But what I did with you then is setting up the one-week version. Every Saturday, I go to a local establishment. And my wife and I, we set our success up for the week and how we can love one another through it. That was done very deliberately as the first phase of really rewriting your narrative. It's breaking it down week by week. And by the time you get through the end of this, you're actually going to have the big reveal on how you rewrite your narrative. And this is what I do with people all the time. Success happens one day at a time. And one moment, one decision, right? That's right. And when you realize all I have to do is be successful one day at a time, your whole life is going to turn around. But we're going to get you there 
through the end of the podcast. But Dr. Cliff and I, now we want to talk about some very specific things on the narrative front that you have to have handled before you even get into this process. So Dr. Cliff, anything you want to share here? I think one of the things, and you, I just want to double click on it, where you talked about like one year and one week and one day. And so often we'll overestimate what we can do in a week and us underestimate what we can do in a year. And so with this, what we're going to do is give you the tool to be able to be paying attention and be like, yep, you're on the right track. Yep, you're on the right track. Yep, you're on the right track. And the two have to align. If they're out of alignment, then there is no way that you'll get to that destination. That is correct. And the, and the part I want to hit on, everyone has an internal narrative. And scientifically speaking, your narrative chatters back to you at a rate of 800 to 1,500 words per minute. This is where the expression comes from. My mind, it goes a million miles a minute. It really does go a million miles a minute. It is your roommate for the rest of your life. It also leads into one of the big challenges slash opportunities we have at Dream Leader Institute. Human beings, on average, think 20,000 to 120,000 thoughts per day. It's both a remarkable thing, and it can also be a very challenging thing. Because we largely think the same thoughts on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and through the whole entire week. And those thoughts got you exactly where you are today. And they will not be the same thoughts that bring you to success. Andy Andrews famously said, um, if you're not where you want to be in life, you cannot believe everything you think. Mm. If you are not where you want to be in life, you cannot believe everything you think. So I'm going to share with you that at 19 years young, I dropped out of college. I did not know what I wanted to do with the remainder of my life. I thought very lowly of myself. My internal narrative, quite frankly, told me that I was a piece of crap. And I took a third shift job at a supermarket, working at three o'clock in the morning and leaving before people actually got there because I was not worthy of interacting with them, making $6 an hour. And when I was 19, $6 an hour, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of money even back then. Not that I'm a spring chicken, but even in uh, 1991, that was not a lot of money. So what I'm going to tell you right now is what I consider to be the second greatest lesson I have learned in my entire life. My narrative now has led me to, let's just say, 
helping people that are just a few layers down underneath the president. And how did someone go from $6 an hour at 3 o'clock in the morning to that? Well, I made a very concerted effort to disrupting my thoughts seven days a week. But how did I do it? If you put garbage into your brain, only one thing will come out. And it's garbage. And what do I mean by that? At some point in your life, if you truly want to be successful, you have to go on the best diet you've ever went on in your entire life. And by the way, you'll know it's working on day one. And that's the best part. And what's the diet you need to go on? You go on a diet from anyone and anything that creates any level of division or destruction in your life. You go on a diet from anyone or anything that creates any level of divisiveness or destruction in your life. If you are not willing to do that, you might as well turn off this podcast and never tune into it again because your life will not work out. It's not being cold. It's not being crass. I'm loving you right now in a way that someday I hope you'll go, wow, that was the most loving thing anyone ever said to me. And you go on that diet and you stay on that diet. And that is the first part of rewriting your narrative. You surround your things, you surround yourself with people and media who lifts you up, who elevates you, and makes you feel fully alive. If you don't take that step, it will not work out for you. Dr. Cliff, anything you want to add to that one? I think as you were speaking, the thing that comes up for me is we can only ever grow to our first level of contradiction. And so I heard that from Patrick Gentempo, and I thought it was a brilliant statement. And we can say all these things, but it's truly at the end of the day, what do our habits say and what are we actually doing? And so, but the first thing is you got to get clear, like, what do you want? Where do you define success? That is the first part. And like I said, not to confuse you, do an annual definition of success. And when you come back to the podcast next time, bring your one week version because this is where this podcast is really going to pick up steam on the next one. And I'm going to uh, say a quote. I'm a big, big giant. Even though I don't watch sports, I'm a big Nick Saban fan. And uh, he's a pretty intense guy. And this will lead perfectly into the next episode. Nick Saban says, I don't give a shit what your success is definition is 
What I care about is what are you willing to do and become to achieve it. I don't give a shit about your success or your dreams, but what I do care about is what are you willing to do about it. And on the next episode, we're going to get specifically into that part. But Dr. Cliff, anything you want to add there? Nope. I'm a big fan of Nick Saban as well. And I love his statement. You know, do you want to play in the NFL? Do you want to graduate college? Are your activities getting you closer or further away from that? Yes, because ultimately it's the activities that are going to rewrite your narrative. Absolutely. But after we go through the process, you'll no longer be imposed by the activities that are necessary and kind of think of what Lao Tzu stated, I think it was 500 or 1500 years before (laughs) Jesus even walked the earth. And that was the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first small step. And that's what we're going to teach you in our process is most people are so imposed by this big thing, they don't realize all it is is a series of baby steps. And, you know, in my own life, what I realized and I was sharing with Dr. Cliff offline here is I can look back to the, you know, previous 10 years of my life and go, wow, I really lived life in crescendo, which means your best work is always ahead of you and go, man, 2020 was better than 19, 21 was better than 20, 22. And what I'm telling you here is, and at the end of the day, it's actually really easy. It's just about breaking it down into those small steps. It's easy, but organized. <laughs> Very. Awesome. All right, Tribe. So great call. Next time we'll be talking about sacrifice. So, you know, what are the things what, that we're going to have to sacrifice for us to live that definition of success that we've defined? So, John D., thanks, brother. I appreciate you and always look forward to these. And Tribe, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you, dreamers, action takers, people and business owners reaching your potential for joining us on this journey to awaken greatness. We hope today's episode has sparked new ideas, ignited your passion, and brought you a step closer to realizing your dreams. If you're inspired to take action and eager to learn more, visit the Dream Leader Institute's website, dreamleaderinstitute.com. There you'll discover a wealth of resources and tools tailored to help you and your business reach its potential. Already making strides and looking for additional guidance? Dr. Cliff Fisher and our team at Dream Leader Institute are ready to assist you in navigating the path to success. Stay connected with us for more insights and strategies. And remember, your greatness is waiting to be unleashed. Let's continue to dream audaciously, take action boldly, and transform dreams into reality. Until next time, awaken your greatness.